up our game and shit. We need to do comedy butt naked, right? He <laughs> <laughs> his eye socket off and his uh, eyeball fell out. White women keep kidnapping us. <laughs> Y'all seen the blind side. Aren't you uh, glad we have that disclaimer? Uh, I'm glad, yes, yes, I'm, I'm, it's going to come in handy for this This week's episode of The Voice Party is brought to you by Big Boy Raps. Get your car wrapped by some of the most experienced and skilled in the Bay. Big Boy Raps, where the big boys play. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode of The Voice Party. I am your host, Corday Snell. Next to me, I have... Black Joaquin. And then next to him, we have... Marcos. Uh, cowboy guy. And yeah. the other funny, very funny, very talented, J.D. Arandia. Finally got your name right. Thank Hell you, yeah. Thank you for that. And this week, oh, we got somebody on the ones and twos eating. What you eating, sir? I missed lunch earlier, so okay. I'm getting caught. No, okay. you had, no, you had enough time to eat lunch. <laughs> you, time. you chose not to. You're, you're unprofessional today. That's what it is. Sorry, go ahead with your intro. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. And this week, we have a very special guest, Luke Abranches. Yeah. Okay, yeah. there we go. Hell yeah. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Yeah. What's up, Holmes? How you doing? No, good. Chilling. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Fun no, show. No problem. No, man. I, uh, thank I, you for coming. I, thank you for coming. Yeah, out, yeah. And you're, you're also welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> you're also. He has her for you. <laughs> yeah. I love you. You guys seem also uh, awkward around a 14 year old right now. You guys cannot speak to me. It's it's not it's no, not no, a normal thing. I'm used that. to it. I'm used to it. Luke, are you growing right now? You look taller. Yeah, I know, dude. I'm I'm growing. I just shaved my mustache. Oh, shit, I actually mustache. had like a pretty uh, big mustache. Really? Yeah, yeah, you could like see it. And yeah, I mean, that's a lot for me. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I know. I've been growing, so yeah. hopefully I'll get there. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get a. I didn't get chin hair until I was 18. Dude, I so, I, so I had no mustache. Well, yeah, for a reason. Also, I kind of forgot what I looked like without a mustache, so I thought I might as well wear it, mm-hmm. but yeah. might as well take it off. Okay. Not a fan of what I look like without the mustache, though. So You look good. You look good. You're a young, 13. handsome man. Yeah. I think suits you well. Disney Channel vibes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, what's, what's the goal for comedy? Because you're 14 years old. Oh, you have so much, you have so much time and yeah. potential. Cause he's, you, he's 15. <laughs> no, I'm not. He's 17 and he goes and his, he has an illegal uh, tattoo artist. I'm sure, yeah, I can see. Parents, <laughs> parents write the permission in for this, yes? Yeah. Oh. That's not a thing anymore oh. for California at least. Oh, that's but, right. Um, yeah. No, no, but so you're, you're 14 years old. Obviously you go to these shows and you see grown adults yeah, yeah. at all these shows what is what is the vibe like when you show up i mean it's kind of it's usually a bit awkward uh-huh. but you know i always appreciate when people actually come up and talk to me like i'm a normal you know human mm-hmm. or yes. just a comedian you know not referencing my age and yeah i mean you get used to it after a while i'm pretty i'm pretty used to it it's just it's just normal now. Like smelling right. smoke every once in a while is normal. Just <laughs> sure. the whole vibe. I'm serious. Like it, it's so weird because whenever I smell smoke, I'm like, this reminds me of like fun, like home, like stand up. <laughs> it's so bad, but where, are you, out where are you from? Originally? I'm from Walla Creek. Okay. So you okay? So Dubs. yeah. Yeah. I don't smell smoke often. So <laughs> that's. <laughs> That's what it means. A lot of whole food smells. A lot of yeah, whole I know. Food smells, yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you? Uh, did you get hit a lot when the fires were happening down here? 
Remember, like when we were all the getting like in Richmond, we were getting like yes. Yeah, it was. Bad. I I didn't get hit too badly. I mean, we were Actually, on the edge here and there, but you were like okay. ten at that time. Yeah, you were no, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was young. I remember. I was really young. But yeah. I just remember that that was like when I was working at the Disney Museum. That was like five Disney years ago. Museum. But yeah, no, I had to. We had like bags packed just in case. But yeah, nothing. Oh, it was better than it was just a false alarm. Had. Thank God. So yeah, okay, it's good. Yeah, I was at it. So yeah. how old were you when you started? Twelve. Twelve years old. Yeah, Holy I was twelve when yeah. I started. How do you how do you get started at twelve years old though? You so dad, so hey. my brother is a comedian. Okay. Right? And he What's his name? Oh, Wyatt Figueredo. Yeah, you can check him out on Instagram. Okay. And basically like he's been doing stand up since he was like sixteen, but we only learned when he was around like eighteen or nineteen. Uh-huh. He hadn't told any of us. And he'd always showed me stand up since I was like seven or eight. Uh-huh. Right? Just clips of like, you know, Kumail Nanjiani and yeah. Aziz. And so I was just, you know, it was just usual to me. Right. And then I started wanting, like, just watching more stand-up over, like, the time being 12, I guess. And I knew I was going to New York. I mean, what do you do? Two years ago. That's just how it is. And... I knew I was going to New York for spring break, so I was getting ready. Like, I was preparing to go to an open mic, maybe, in New York. Oh, and so I was, like, wow. writing premises, writing jokes, just whatever I thought of. They were all horrible, of course. Yeah. And um, and then when I was in New York, my brother asked me, he was like, do you want to go to an open mic? Which, thank God he asked me that, because I was terrified to ask him, right. right? And so I was like, yeah, and I was already prepared. So we went to an open mic on Easter Day, April 4th, okay. uh, 2021, and, yeah, I I went up there and I was it was just the scariest moment. But when I got on stage it was it was chill. Yeah. I mean, yeah, do you it felt natural. What venue was it? Uh Eastville Comedy Club. Eastville Comedy okay. Club. Did you yeah. do good or was it? Yeah, I did good. I actually, okay. and I re- I didn't really want to get laughs just cuz I was 12 cuz you know, shock value and all that. Sure. Yeah. And I was happy because I didn't really. I got some here and there, but I did overall pretty good. That's my crazy that you're thinking about that at 12, though. Like, yeah. Like you're conceptualizing and, and conscious about See, that. So the thing is, what I realized after I started stand-up is I feel like not many people are like conscious, like right. like humans. When you when we're already, <laughs> that's a hard thing to say. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. But though. like, I see like 14-year-olds. It's just like this kid. He's not real. Like he's like. He's just, he doesn't know who he is at all, right? And I don't either, but, like, he's not conscious of his being. And I, I No, mean, like, when I, was, a, when I was your age, I was yeah, dumb. That's just how I'm it is. I'm still dumb, but, like... Yeah, thank you for saying that. Yeah, I know. When I started stand-up, it just, I don't know, it just made me, like, feel conscious. You started yeah. paying attention to... Yeah, I started paying attention to reality. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. that definitely helped me. That's insane. How... How cooler you are like how like many people like oh shit you do stand up like like are you around adults yeah like are you are you like do you see like a lot of adults like like one percent of the people i meet think it's cool yeah it's no it's really it's not because in my school it's kind of cool but people more specifically girls focus on sports right than art so the funniest thing to me is because all the parents think it's the coolest thing i do stand up and all their kids don't think it's that cool that i do stand up so like sign my shirt yeah i know i know so like my crush's mom thinks i'm cooler than my crush (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) like it's the worst thing ever dude yeah I'm like, I'm like, so that's just how it is. Okay. I was going to say this too, because like with social media nowadays, right? Yeah. Like if you guys said you were doing stand up at 14 years old back in the day, they would either be like, I don't believe you because 
99% of you guys yeah. couldn't even get into the venues that you're performing at. But now that you guys are on your own social media, you're getting good numbers too, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting pretty good numbers. So, do your friends not see that and be like, oh, yo, man, my friends, this, he's doing exactly like what Andrew Schultz does. Like, no, my friends were excited, you know, when I started when I was 12, but they've gotten used to it. They're like, sure. same okay. old, same old. It's not, nothing's changed too much right. for they me. They treat you like a regular. Yeah, human. they treat me like regular or whatever. What you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to be treated like anything more. So, you, you, your first mic was in New York. Yeah. And, and how long were you out there doing shows? Or was it York. just that one? I, I just did... Okay, so I did that one. And then later that day, my brother was like... He had his own show. It was just like a pop-up. And it was in a basement. And so I did that show. And that was the only ones I did in New York since I was 12. But I recently went back there like in April. And I was just doing a ton of shows, you know, since I had nepotism for my brother. And yeah, yeah so I got, I got a good amount of shows that I, got, I was able to do. Another spring break trip. Yeah. Go to New York. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. It was great. That you have like the perfect schedule because you I have the summers off. You yeah, I know. <laughs> Same dude. You, you have like the dream schedule that like every comedian in your area like yeah. wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know you're right. I mean? Do you do you see yourself being young start or starting this so young as an advantage over the other comedians well, that I you're mean, playing with? I mean, of course it's an advantage. You know, I have way more I'm able to develop over more years and have more time. And I think it is an advantage, but I think even if I had started at 18, I was lucky enough to have my brother who had already, you know, gotten that me started, like got me, right it got in my mind. So right. I think I would have already, you know, been better when I was just 18, just from that. Right. But yeah, I think it is an advantage that I was able to start. Did you find that it was easier yeah. to like, that you were a little better starting off because you had a comedian in the family because oh, he kind of showed you the Definitely, ropes. of so course. You, you already kind of knew like how to do things when you first got Of course, yeah. Even like... Just the, he's just able to show me, you know, where the mics are in San Francisco. He, he added me to Bacon, which is was really helpful. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it just got me started. He showed me, you know, Mutiny Radio, which helped me get started. And <laughs> yeah, it just, it really helped me. What's something that's, because I can't, you know, I can't imagine starting comedy at 12, you know? Yeah. What's something that you've, that, that has changed in you or you've noticed about adults since you started stand-up? Mm -hmm. That's changed in me or that I've noticed about adults? I mean, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I just see kids, because it's weird to see how adults perceive 14-year-olds, because mm -hmm. oh. their perception is not reality oh. at all. Right. They think of us as sheltered, and like, and it's so annoying to me when I get shock value for just saying like a pussy joke or some random oh, yeah, thing, yeah. just because they yeah. they do not want to hear it from me, right? Yeah. Right. But I'm like dialing it down from what I hear in high school. Dude. Yeah. It's oh, way yeah. more, right. it's oh, way yeah. more racist, way more sexual. Yeah. Like I don't get. Right. Right. Why they think of me like think of fourteen year olds yeah. as such, you know, like, young kids. That's when you I remember at fourteen, that's when we were learning all the worst shit. Yeah, yeah. Even, even when I was twelve, I think they perceived you learned me as it at fourteen. But no, no, start no, 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 start no, no. like but, fifth, but, sixth grade. No, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, earlier. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. especially if you have cousins your age. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, you influence each no. other, and and you know, you already are at that age. You already are kind of watching what adults do. Yeah, right? yeah. I also think. Also, I think adults tend to forget that you guys are exposed to a lot more yeah. than what we were exposed to. I, and I was, I, know, of course, I, I was more exposed to things that they were exposed to growing up. And we're not even that far apart. So, I sure. mean, like, when you, when you hear, like, 30-year-olds or 40-year-olds be like, how do you know what that is? Blah, yeah, blah. no, like, of course. Also, they, like, yeah, they had a different childhood than right. I. They lived in a different time. I know that. And, yeah, I know. It's just annoying to me because I'm like, sure. come on, man. But, yeah, and I try to explain that to them. But, you know, it's fine.
It's still good. But I just found that really interesting. And I don't know if you've seen Dave Chappelle's joke. Probably have. For and for what it's worth, about R. Kelly peeing on a fourteen-year-old. Like, <laughs> you know, when you're fourteen, you'd know if you want to get peed on. And I completely agree. Like, yeah. obviously, <laughs> it's like I, coming from a fourteen-year-old, you know, I knew that I didn't want to get peed on when I was like ten. All right, I don't think. And it's just a thing. It's like, I think. Okay. But that may change when you're 18, yeah. so you know. Yeah, 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 yeah you're right. <laughs> but that's the clip, right? There. That's the clip. Oh shit! God. I mean, uh, approval from a 14-year-old for that joke. Uh, Luke, what grade are you in? Uh, I am in ninth grade. I'm going into tenth because I just okay. it's summer. So how many? Okay, one of the topics is brought up, mm-hmm. R. Kelly. How many girls do you see get picked up by a dude who's way over the age of 18, and they're like? 16, 17, something like that. But they drive, so that's girls like, he's mm. just mature. You ever hear that? Like, he's just been so mature. Yeah, yeah, I do see. I see that semi-often. Not okay. too much because I go to an all-boys high school. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. Yeah, but That'd I still. That'd be weird. Yeah, I know. picked up at all-boys. Yeah, I know. Well, usually they have, like, sister schools. Like, yeah, we have a sister school. Is it, like, yeah, across yeah. the way or something? Yeah, it's right, literally right across. Yeah, that's how they set up. So, yeah, but it's still a bit, you know, segregated. Sure, sure. It's not amazing. But I do see that pretty often. Like, when I was, mm, like, sixth grade, maybe seventh seventh grade there's this girl who was like i don't really know her she didn't go to my school but she was like flexing on us that she was dating like a 10th grader and she was like in sixth grade you're like dude that is not a flex you're a victim yeah 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 we were like that is so weird yeah you might want to get checked out yeah i know we were like you gotta oh that is not i remember like i remember like when you were that age like it was weird to talk to somebody lower like one grade lower or one grade higher yeah that's still yeah it's still like that like you you only talk to you to your age group yeah Yeah, and now and then once you're wait we talking about sixth grade or we talking about high school both. I Both, mean, you, yeah. really, you really don't talk to anyone Other, no, above high, or lower than you. Just high school, it changes nowadays now. Okay. Like, I mean, obviously, a 12th grader talking to a 10th grader, that's, like, kind of all right. That's still a bit sketch. But, yeah, just it's usually, like, one year apart is fine. Yeah. But when school. someone's in ninth grade and the other person's in eighth grade, it's like you're a pedophile. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like it's, yeah. 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 It's just because. Are you talking to a middle schooler? Yeah. What the hell is wrong with you? Right. The right. maturity. <laughs> like, it was, like, so the first different. day of high school. You're talking to a middle schooler. Yeah. But she'll be here next year like dude yeah, you are weird yeah, you yeah, are, right. yeah. Uh, just <laughs> but that's how it is yeah. So, yeah it's interesting okay do you see we said the word maturity a lot yeah right do you find when you go to these like clubs and stuff that a lot of these adults are probably just as immature as your friends oh easily dude i i'm like <laughs> i used to take stand-up like sort of seriously <laughs> like i did and then i saw like just these comedians who i reveal like they're very great right yeah and they're just making like the stupidest joke like dick jokes <laughs> my, i'm dude. like dude my like my friends make these jokes and i realized i was like it's not that mature it's mm-hmm. just who cares it's about immaturity they just have uh, jobs yeah no i'm like on, on that same note do you ever feel like comedy sometimes make is probably making you too cynical as a kid i think a little bit yeah. here and there but i still i'm i'm not too cynical yet hopefully <laughs> hopefully i don't get yes. too cynical but it definitely no it's showed me you know the more of the real world yeah, which i sure. mean from walnut creek come from walnut creek that it helps out yeah. and the so world of walnut creek man. yeah yeah the different work <laughs> that is the next show yeah the next hit tv show yeah. but yeah no i think i think it has made me a little more cynical but i think it's a bit good too yeah yeah because yeah. Yeah. It, it, i feel like some like sometimes that kind of thing helps you grow up better like yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, there's another comic I used to really watch a lot. I think we talked about Bill Hicks. He started mm, yeah, when he was like 16. Yeah. So he was, 
sneaking out of his house yeah. to go to the shows. Yeah, I know, I know. And and at sixteen, you know, at places where you're not even. I know, to I be. know. Yeah, so I'm sure that sometimes it feels. Does it feel like that where I'm not even supposed to be here? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it does feel like I'm out of place yeah. here and there, but. I mean, I'm lucky enough to have my parents take me, so I'm not yeah, alone exactly. usually. That's good. But yeah, it does. I do feel out of place when I'm like going into these weird venues, just like these. Just yeah, I mean, just outside of it's like a strip club. It's it's definitely weird. It is weird, it's but Condor Club. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is Condor Club. It was. A, I was outside of Broadway Studios and like down the street mm-hmm. is what's called a strip club. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's how do they fun. do it with with underage comics? Do is it like music where they like kick you out as soon as you're done? Oh playing? no, they just don't let you in in the first place. Yeah, it's some venues I just sneak into. It doesn't matter, okay. and the other venues like they let me in from yeah for my set, and then I have to and get then out. You have to get out, and then sometimes they just don't care and they let me in the whole time. But the main, the most annoying thing is when the venue's 18 plus and they don't let me in because 18 plus doesn't mean you're it's like, illegal. It just means because the material right is you know. You're not like they don't want you to hear it because you're underage, which is stupid, right? It's dumb. I cuss more than them. What yeah, I know. I'm like, that? dude. I watch already movies. So yeah, I'm like, see. yeah, it's it's the stupidest thing. And yeah. so I think I think that's annoying about it. But I realized as I got like higher in stand up and more, you know, more more in, in with the scene mm-hmm. that. I, because I was blaming on not getting shows just because I was like young, you know what I mean? I was yeah. like, all the venues I can go to, they're like just over eight, like 21 plus. Right. I can't go to anything. And I realized I was just bad at stand up <laughs> and I just didn't get shows because I wasn't getting booked. That's so, a good thing to realize. Yeah, yeah, I realized that. And I was like, oh, like I just wasn't getting booked because I'm not good. And so that helped me. That yeah. did. And it did. And you're new to comedy too. I always have to tell like Norris stand up comedians this too. They'd be like, man, I'm not getting booked, stuff like that. I'm like, dude, you're a year or two in, dude. You're yeah, com- I know. You're competing against people who have been doing it. Like, I- I'm been doing it for uh, 11 years uh, next month. I'm like, so it was like, do I want to put this person who's been doing it for a year? Or do I want to put like this person who's been doing it for like 10 or like eight or like a bunch of other stuff. The so then, so, so the experience, so you'd be like, oh dude, I, why do I have to do shows? I'm like, sometimes this is an experience thing or like, yeah, you're not course. good at it yet or stuff like that. So yeah. Of course, of course. And yeah, as I, as I got more in with the scene. Yeah. Yeah. You started I definitely yeah. started to learn and understand more. That's, that's a good thing to learn because some comedians just be like oblivious to it. It's yeah, like, some of them just Start blaming yeah. everything except yeah. for the yeah, of yeah. course themselves. Yeah. yeah, I think, but that's in every adult industry, like yeah. in any industry and mm-hmm. anything whatsoever. Like to realize that you just need, like, you need to step up your own game is going to help you so much. Yeah, I know future. it definitely does. You know what I mean? So okay, so when you when you tell your parents, I want to do stand up at twelve years old. Mm-hmm. What, how do they react? They they say we'll take you to a bar, let's do it, or do they go? Eh, so that's why sure. that's another reason why I was lucky to have a brother who was already in stand up because sure. I mean he didn't tell them for like a few years as he had started right right but when they learned like they were they you know got supportive obviously they were a little suspicious at the yeah. start but yeah they're they become very supportive and by the time that I started stand up um and when I told them yeah they were happy to see my video because I sent it over on Easter right uh-huh. I sent the video of me doing stand up and so my whole family was there they all watched the video and apparently my aunts didn't like it that much because I was kind of going hard on the Catholic church not hard oh, okay. yeah. not hard but oh. I was just talking about it right right and and yeah but my parents but liked them, it of course hard. yeah it so you know bashing. whatever <laughs> um but yeah, no, they they liked it and they were nice enough to take me to start taking me to open mics yeah, until cool. it became yeah regular and yeah it's just 
just became the life now. I was, I was thinking, I was like, Wyatt, look what you have done. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's just, yeah. Your parents yeah. are cool as shit, though. Yeah, yeah I know. So what's, what's the ultimate goal? Ultimate goal? So, yeah, people are like, Disney Channel, of course. That's yeah. not at all an ultimate goal. Because no. I feel like no one... Yeah, I don't think you could become like... I want to be revered with respect more than sure. anything because it's like <laughs> like are you saying if joey bragg becomes the goat of like dave Chappelle, you're like but he started off at disney channel like there's videos of him I mean, like well, looking in a mirror but i mean didn't joey didn't start it out at nickelodeon and all that you're right you're right i do see that but, but i feel like yeah. nowadays it, so what yeah Nick. During during one of the last seasons, yeah, yeah, oh, one of the last seasons. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. But it would help with my uh, what's it called just getting famous, yeah, which is yeah. a big part of it. But Joey's so out if I too, right? Joey's doing pretty well actually. I, I've yeah. seen here Who's and there. Joey, Joey Bragg. He was on the Disney Channel. He was like Living Maddie. He was on. But he started out at Tommy T's. But yeah, yeah, he was. He was young too, no? Yeah, he started when he was. He was like fourteen. Yeah, fourteen, fifteen. But Dave Chappelle started when he was like fifteen. Yeah, yeah, he started when he was fourteen. It's it was just. Yeah, I mean, I think the ultimate goal is to obviously, you know, tour around. Hopefully, I want to yeah. special out when I'm like, by the time I'm like 18, 17. Okay. Hopefully. And yeah, I mean, I want it to be pretty good to, yeah. you know, not anything too bad. And yeah, I, you know, the ultimate goal is touring, you know, hopefully get to like, not GOAT status. That's yeah. very high, but you know, around shoot there, around it. there. Yeah, shoot, shoot for it. the stars. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. So how do you, oh, oh. uh, would you go to college and still try to do comedy too, or like, like oh, if, if it was like college? Well, I don't want to do that Well, I mean, it really depends. I'm probably, I'm probably gonna go to college. Gotcha. I'm most okay. likely because I'm like, I, are, you, are you a good student? Yeah, I'm, I'm a good student. I try to be. I mean, I get A's. I get a pretty good GPA. But what's your GPA right now? Four point Oh, All right. Well, I mean, that was last semester. He's a freshman. <laughs> we were cool down. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was <laughs> no, last semester. Right, yeah. But okay. Well, I asked because so I went to I went to UC Santa Barbara. Yeah. And one of the main reasons why I went down there because they had a good yeah. comedy scene too. So that's why I was, I was I could still practice of comedy course, of as course. I'm in college and stuff like that. It was either stay here in the Bay or go to Davis. Mm. And I was like, well, if I'm, I was like, as I'm going, I'm like, if I go to Davis, I could do like shows in SAC and then I'll be part of the yeah, SAC yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. So and then, but so real talk, I I kind of regret. I was like, damn, if I would have stayed in the Bay and did comedy many more I would have been like, yeah, like yeah. bigger and stuff of course, like that higher. but then it's funny because at at UC Santa Barbara a lot of people I met were like the openers of openers and mm. people before they got big and stuff like that and now a lot of people I perform with yeah. are blowing up now like of I met, course, I met Taylor Thomason in 2015 wow really yeah that's like, crazy she only had 10 minutes at the time yeah I mean so yeah and then like Chris Estrada who has this fool on Hulu uh, Joey Diaz too. Joey Diaz mm. oh Joey Diaz was telling me hella funny stories uh, uh, you knew Joey yeah oh shit yeah hmm. I, I, I meant to tell you that when we were hanging out Joey yeah. Diaz he was like hey bro Hey bro, when you when you he's like, all right, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. When you, when you go somewhere, he's like, you get one. He's like, this is how you fucking do it, bro. This is how you fucking do it. He was like, if you go like get one show somewhere, nah, dog, that's not how you do it. You try to book two weeks of fucking shows. He said, cause that way you're not wasting your fucking time. Yeah. That way you could be out there, you could be fucking bitches doing coke, whatever. You know, it's like <laughs> he was like, cause then you start to get part of the scene, cause then you're like you're there for a while, and then all of a sudden you go back home to your bitch and girl and shit like that with the kids. You be like. I I need to get back on the fucking road. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. That's Joey, though. That's an old school dude telling me that, though. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's how you like, you book. That's when you, because you went on spring break, you booked a yeah, week yeah. full of shows. Yeah. That's, that's how you do it. Like, you go on vacation. I know, you go on the road. Yeah, so that, of course. that's so that's how I do it now. You'd be like, you like, okay, I got one show here. Let's see if I can, like, expand this into several shows instead of just going mm. down and coming back. 
What's yeah. one of your favorite shows you've ever done? <sighs> favorite shows I've ever done. So I got to do the San Jose Improv. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was just a fun venue. I didn't do that great. I did. I mean, I didn't. But yeah, it was. It was. Definitely a great show, fun show. I think one of my favorite venues is always Copper Spoon. That's such a fun show yeah, to yeah. me. It's Cal so Spoon. much fun. I gotta Shout see you at that venue. Yeah, it's just like just so hype. And then I love the sack punchline. I love it. Yeah, Yo, that's yeah. probably another one of my favorite that venues the, and shows. That's one of the first few places that I did like a lot of shows at. And sack, so sack punch always has like a yeah, like, yeah. So, but yeah, sack like, sack punch is like dope because it because it's the dopest the punchline. But I feel like it's no like not as much pressure as SF. Yeah. So it's like it's like everything's like chiller vibes. So, but you're still doing like this fantastic club. So you can yeah, really just like do your best. What, it's what, very nice. When when <clears throat> how old were you when you realized like wow I'm funny. Well, I mean, I haven't, I, I've always been like funny in the sense of my age, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Just like to other people my age, I've been pretty funny. I mean, when I fully realize like I'm funny, I still don't like, I don't realize I am, mm -hmm. but like. You're still trying to find it. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still, you know, I'm still trying to find my comedy voice, but like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. But there's like a realization that like everyone. Yeah, like, I, know, does, I know. Like, you know, when, After, you know when that might have been where you're like, you know what? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a funny guy. So basically when I was younger, right, I never really had any like <laughs> talent, like, right? I was never I, I wasn't good at sports. Yeah. I'm still not that great. And I was, I, I, I was smart, but I'm like not like super smart, Brainy like smart, yeah. crazy, right? And so I was just like, I, I mean, I'm just I, I'm just right. I have no talent, right? And I was like, I mean, I'm funny, but that doesn't mean much, right? Like jokes, where's, where's that gonna right. take mm -hmm. me? And then when I started stand up, I'm like, and people are calling me like a prodigy. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is so weird. No, yeah. like it's yeah. just it completely changed my life. And so I think that's when I realized I'm like, wow, like this could actually take me. So it's thing. not just like I realize I'm funny. I'm, I realize like I actually have something. So yeah, yeah it was interesting. As somebody it, told me they was like, hey, yo, is this like young kid doing comedy? He's like so far ahead of the game. He's like, I, 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 he's like 13 doing comedy. It's like amazing to see and stuff like that. I was like, I don't know if you know. Him. I think his name is like, like, like Luke. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Luke Branch is like, oh, you know him? And I was like, I was like, yo, this is dope to hear from somebody else. He was like, yeah. think about it, 13 doing stand up, yeah. and I was like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's an adult sport. Uh, it's an, like an adult thing. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, is it hard? And this is for like all all you comedians. Like, when you ask yourself, "When did I realize I was funny?" Is it harder to come up with that point, that specific point, more so because you're when you get into comedy, it's a job now, almost, right? You're writing jokes, like yeah, or you're creating the funny. Man, Rather than when you were like a kid, and if you were just with your friends, you like say a, a quick joke, and you're like, "Oh, that just came out of the top of my head." But now that you're doing this, you're like, "Oh, I have to try out bits. I'm not always funny like I used to be." You so, know what I mean? Yeah. So does I'll, that happen? I always say, uh, "The moment I realized that was funny was after I went up the first time." Because people said I was I should do stand up, and I was like, "Okay, whatever." Because my cousin is like super talented. Mm. He's like he's good looking. He's like he's played like three different sports. He was funny all the time growing up. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm like that's the most talented dude I've seen in like my family. Talking about Alvin? Huh? Alvin? No, Alvin's the strongest fuck. He was strong at five. Mm. Like like just doing like pull ups. <laughs> no, you're talking about my cousin so Joe Albert. Like he, ah. yeah, he's like like it's ridiculous. Like he ran track, basketball, like Jackson. basically. Yeah. But he's like short though. He's like he's like five nine or something like that. Mm. But um. Taller than me. After, <laughs> not for an athlete though. That's not tall. But after the first time I went up, people told me I was funny. So I'm like, okay, I'm funny. But the moment I realized it, like I don't, 
I don't know, but the point we becomes a job. That's when you start taking it seriously. I say it was like for me it was like three to five years in when like uh, or like I was going to like applying to colleges and I knew comedy was like a part of like mm. which school I was going to choose. Mm. And I was like, if I get to UCLA, I'll be right there in the LA scene. If I go to UC Santa Barbara, I don't know the scene down there. But then I met a bunch of people who told me about like, this one dude who runs like 10 shows like down there and stuff. Then they have this thing called Laughology where comics from LA come up. I was like, then Davis has a uh, sack of, uh, it's right next to sack. Then like UC Berkeley. And I was like, I kind of don't want to get into UC Berkeley. Like I did want to get into UC Berkeley, but I didn't want to get into UC Berkeley because I'm just like, yeah. I'm not going nowhere. I'll just be like right here in the same area. And then I was like, I could be easily distracted. And I was like, I might have to live home with my family and then they'll be distracting me and stuff. So I went to Santa Barbara and then that was like, it wasn't more of a job per se, but it was like thinking long-term. Cause I feel like sometimes you meet comedians, like look, you probably meet comedians and they're like, like, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, this is cool. Like, I talked to this yeah, girl hobbyists. recently. They're the hobbyists. They was like, I mean, like I know comedy is gonna get me that, that far. And I kind of just like look at them differently the moment they- Yeah, yeah of course. There's, yeah. there's some too that are in it for like the social part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You mean really. a lot of those, they yeah. fall off within like the first two years. Mm. I always say like the- Johan the two, say you gotta let those bleed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, definitely. Cause you see them. I always say like the two to four year mark is usually when people leave. Cause they'll be like, oh, I'm doing comedy down leave. Oh, do comedy and I leave and then yeah. there's just people like well I'm only doing this cause you know I was like I'm not gonna go anywhere with this and, th and then you see them drop off or they try to come back and then you're like you're still doing it I'm like still doing it yo I'm like I was <laughs> serious about this but then you count sometimes you see those people like doing shows or doing mics and just like you don't even take this serious why are you here yeah I know yeah what's yeah. the reason bored. Yeah. yeah it's just you're doing it for no particular reason just but cause you, you want to but you meet those people and usually they either die off or like they or they sometimes they switch they be like they start doing well <laughs> And it's yeah. like uh, they're like, oh well, shoot now, like, okay, yeah. like now I actually like see this can go. Somewhere. They, they turn into like journeymen of yeah. comedy. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. no, that's, so, what, what, what was your question originally though? Like, like, is it hard to categorize yourself as funny because you find you're in the behind the scenes of it, so you're writing the joke. You're trying to be funny rather than just be naturally funny. Like people told you. It depends, cause like you know what I mean. Yeah, that's that's a weird one, cause you you ever see yourself turning it off? Like you turn it off at home? I turn it off sometimes. Yeah, yeah. here and there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I school do. School for sure, right? I mean, no school. Uh, I keep it on. It's the homies. I'm telling. Yeah, yeah, I know. You, you just screw around. Homies. That's the whole point. But yeah, I do. I do know. I don't think. I mean, I was a bit naturally funny, but I think funny can be learned, of course. That's the main part of it. Joke writing, joke, you know, joke structure is the biggest part. Stage presence. Yeah, stage presence, of course. It can all be taught. And yeah, it can all be taught, of course. And I did notice that I was less funny in real life after I started doing stand-up. <laughs> just like a little less funny. Yeah, yeah. Just to my, and it's interesting to see. They just, because they expect more probably. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah it's, it, it's, but it's because you have an outlet, kind of like yeah, it's because you have an hella, outlet for hello, like jumpy. They yeah. they get into boxing and then they're a little more mellow. Yeah, <laughs> after, yeah. 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 Well, do you find yourself like now that they're expecting like your friends in the beginning, right? They're, if they're expecting you tell to be funny, yeah, yeah, tell no, us a joke, oh, and oh, then you're like, I have this whole, and yeah. then you're like trying to do bits on them, and then they're like, oh, like. That's yeah, that does funny. happen here and there. I, uh, I mean, I remember when I started them. Some people were like, "Like, were they laughing just because like your mom paid them? Like, why was that funny? <laughs> like, that was not because you know I, I get it." Yeah. And but the funniest thing is, so whenever someone finds out I do stand up, even now, right? They're like, "Tell me a joke!" Like, yeah. "Tell me a joke!" Yeah. Right? And that's the most annoying thing in the world to me. Right. And I'm not gonna do a bit for them. I'm not gonna just say a one line for them. It's just annoying, right? And so my friend's girlfriend, right? He, she asked me. She like kept asking me every 30 seconds. At, we were at this party. She was like, 
tell me a joke, tell me a joke, tell me a joke, right? And it was so annoying to me. I was like, okay, go on my Instagram page, right? She's white. I said, go to the white pussy <laughs> reel. There's this reel, right? It says white pussy. And I'm like, watch that reel. And she watched it. And I mean... I'm assuming she wasn't going to be happy with it, and she was not happy with it. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, that kind of got her off my case. She stopped asking. Yeah, she stopped asking. Yeah, Thank yeah. God. Yeah. And it's just an... You know, I had that happen one time where I got invited to a birthday party. This was like 2017. Hmm? I got invited to a friend's birthday party, and I, and I showed up. She's drunk. Hmm. And her family, it's a Mexican party. They, they're, they got the candles on the cake. I walk in, she's like, oh, it's JD, everyone, he's a comedian, tell us a joke. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, so, <laughs> I just better. came for cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all better than me, I'd be like, look, you can hit my cash app, it'll be $25 per joke. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like, the, uh, it's like the John Mayer thing when he had his 10-year high school reunion, and he was like, oh, I'm just going to go, you know, he's already been successful and stuff, and they go, and oh, we just him. happen to have a guitar here, and John <laughs> is back, and maybe you could play us a song, and he goes, yeah, yeah that's why yeah. you guys wanted to yeah, do it yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? that's why you really wanted me here so you used to the oh tell me a joke kind of thing but i, I say it's better for you now because you'd be like is it like oh you want to all right fine here i'm gonna go go to my instagram follow yeah me. yeah i know and then like so like, that's the easier versus back when we was like well tell me a joke and we couldn't just be like oh true. it's on like facebook because we wasn't recording putting out clips like yeah that i know much, so and yeah you know when you tell them a joke they're not gonna laugh exactly it's not gonna exactly. be funny to them right. some random one-liner yeah. and yeah. out of context out, not yeah, in the context that, yeah, yeah. It's it's not gonna be funny. Yeah. So you're just what, who who are some of your uh, favorite comedians that there you we go. watch yeah. before you started stand up and then some after because there's always changes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, of always course. Changes. So before I started stand up, like my number one idolization of Dave Chappelle, right? He yeah. was my favorite, uh, yeah. of course. Yeah. I loved him, and um, he was like the comedic voice in my head. Like mm. you know sure. what I mean? Like you, you and. Yeah, I think after I started stand-up, I stopped idolizing him as much. He's still definitely, like, mm-hmm. number one on my, my yeah. favorite stand-up, probably next to, like, Louie and Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah, yeah, he's definitely top tier. And then David Tell, I've loved David Tell since I was, like, seven or eight. Yeah. All of his jokes, oh, my God, he's amazing. He's a beast, dude. Yeah, he's, he's the best joke writer alive. Yeah. And, yeah, no, I love David Tell. I still love him as much as I did when I was eight. And so... But yeah, as I as I've gone through stand up more, I've definitely started to appreciate because I used to not like Mitch Hedberg that much. Mm. I was like, he's not that funny. Yeah. Like I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, I started to appreciate yeah. that it more. Changes once it changes. Yeah, you, right. you're like you see it. You yeah. see. Yeah. yeah how hard it is to keep coming up with one liners. Yeah, one liners. Yeah, yeah, you just see it. That's harder once you realize how he was only doing. Like yeah, four hours of one liner. That's hard to do. Yeah, yeah, that's really hard to do. And so, yeah, you just start appreciating it more because you get the grind and you get yeah. it. You understand, so that definitely helped help me yeah. see. Yeah. You said in Z's that you uh, was it like where do you rate like a Z's like whatever? Well, with his newest special, Michael Club Comedian, I thought that was not good. So I I rate him definitely lower. Yeah. Than I used to. Yeah, like yeah. his first two specials was classic. Yeah, his first two specials, Buried Alive was great. Yeah. Even like, like Li- Right Alive? Now was great. I loved Right Now. Okay. Buried Alive I thought was good. Um, yeah, he used to be higher up for me, but I think he's slowly like dropping. Acting and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. Especially that like his dope show on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. 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 Master of yeah. None seasons one and two are great. Master of None. Yeah, 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 season yeah, three. Yeah. Worst thing I've ever seen. I, 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 I hated watch, that. I didn't watch it. More than anything. Yeah, it was not great. What if he watches He's like, I was going to take this kid on the road? Yeah, I know, I know. 
it's just like, man, should I master another season three? He, but yeah, it was. I'm. Yeah, I, I do think he's like middle now. He's yeah. not. He's not where he used to he be. Fell off. Yeah, he fell off. He That's did. That's what happens, man. Like you become a stand-up comedian, then once you like kind of like make it, make it, and they be like, okay, well now I get a Netflix yeah, show, I get movies. So That's what Jim Carrey quit. Yeah, because yeah. he, he was too busy. Even Eddie Murphy. Yeah. yeah. Like. Yeah, he's two of the most iconic specials. Are you guys seeing with comedians now, like especially when you like you're seeing how big how big a lot of comedians are getting, mm-hmm. that a lot of their new specials are like. You're not laughing at ninety percent of it. Like it's a inter- it's like interesting. You're watching them yeah, talk and they're yeah. good at talking. But like, yeah, there's a lot of there's because I'm a comedy fan, mm-hmm. not mm. a comedian. So like, I look at it and I'm like, hmm. I watched six comedy specials in a row, and only laughed hard once. Well, in I, each one. So for me, I watched Ali Sadiq. He had put out two specials, and I found out he recorded. Oh, you just showed me him. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, he recorded. So he did two specials in, re, he, in a weekend. So he did two on a Friday. It's so two shows for one special, two shows for the second special on a Saturday. It's called The Domino Effect. Probably one of the best. I remember I kept hearing everybody talk about it, and I was like, man, I don't know. And then I watched it because I didn't want to like, get it in my head. Yeah. And I'm just like, probably the best storyteller right now, really? like out in the game. He's like that good. Then he put out Domino Effect. When, and, oh, so both his specials are like one's an hour and 25, Domino Effect 1, Domino Effect 2 was an hour and 30. And then he repeats like one joke during the entire thing, but then he the joke he goes in on and he's starting to repeat, he expands on it for like five more minutes. Like that's some of the best. But then like some of the comedians you talk about, like kind of like, it's kind of like, eh. Sometimes those people are like, are like schedules when to put out stuff. Like I know Kevin Hart is like yeah. super busy and stuff like that. And he's like writing, he's he did, in shows, yeah. stuff like that. So I think with Netflix, he has a certain amount of time to put another special out. Cause usually comics, they say it takes usually two to three or four years to put out like a really good special but if like netflix wants one like you know within a year or like two years something like that it's not as good or as developed yeah of course and i mean that's the new like that's what's coming up in the future yeah. people are gonna have to start releasing specials every like six months yeah. it's gonna be yeah. crazy louis obviously released it every year yeah which is, i know he's taking a break now but he's very consistent yeah. with his specials mm. and but yeah i did notice that some comedians are getting less funny like chris rock of course his new special selective outrage i didn't find it like as funny i love the points they were all great yeah, yeah. but yeah they weren't as funny but bill burr's new special was hilarious like Re- live at red rocks yeah, was yeah. great and amazing points so i think it just varies that's, yeah that's the trip because like i i'll go and rewatch for what it's worth yeah and i know i mean up. yeah and right. there's some stuff now that i'm watching it's like oh i'll i'll say oh that's funny yeah yeah i don't yeah. laugh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good joke that's, that's never yeah that's or we rewatch stuff but it's not good to watch a new special be like oh that was good that was good like, yeah so, yeah yeah but like so chris i thought chris rocks was funny i saw him live too so I, like i forgot like most mm. of the material the same jokes he did for that yeah the same jokes except there was one there's always one joke that the yeah, comedian leaves out he had this one uh he had this one about like this chick named candace he's like he's like uh because he's like dating somebody he's like but usually when you're trying to date you try to stick with your girl it's always some slutty chick like so like who's like hella doing yeah, like yeah. all this kind of stuff he was like and she got named like candace and he's like walking up to you he's like have you seen candace yeah. but it's like it's one that they kept out but yeah i thought it was dope but then uh his last special tambourine was super dope to me too but it was distracting because I the, the t-shirt I, thing the t-shirt yeah because chris rock is always in like suits yeah, yeah i know he always has his hair like super cut like i remember yeah. kill the messenger one he did it in four different places but he was like leather jacket or a suit and he was performing in the t-shirt and like his hair was like this new style i was like no it's just fucked up and i was just like i was like crazy i was like hmm i was like 
Who is this? Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I was, I was like, you, you, you in suits. Yeah, all time or like it's a, a minimalist look. It, 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 I was like, I was like, have you been hanging out with Louis? Because I remember one time Louis yeah. did a special, and I swear to God, he had a stain on his shirt. On his yeah. oh yeah, he does. Yeah. He always yeah. has like sweat shit. So like I'm just, I'm just like, Chris. Yeah. What are you doing? Because <laughs> I was like, where's where's the where's, yeah. where's the leather jacket? Yeah. Where's the suit? So it was hella distracting. Mm. I had to watch it like I had to rewatch it two or three times to like get out of like the ambiance of him not being like clean cut yeah. suit to like appreciate it. And then I was like, oh, this shit is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. But the change I, 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 in, in I, presentation yeah. was just too distracting. It was. It was yeah. I want to ask you this because you started two years ago, yeah. and I know a lot of the comics we usually have like you can't remember. I can't remember. Do you remember the first joke you wrote to? Perform on stage first joke i wrote that yeah. i knew i was gonna perform yeah. on stage was a 9-11 joke <laughs> <laughs> yeah in new york yeah in new york you, I, I, funny thing is i came up with this joke while i was at the 9-11 memorial <laughs> i actually did where else were you going yeah i know up? right it was the perfect place and it was a day it was april 3rd when we went to 9-11 memorial i performed on april 4th and we were yeah. planning yeah. so i was already like i when i said that joke like my brother was like wait that was like actually great like you know, I mean, you should do that on stage. And so I was like, I, all right, yeah, I'll do it. And so that's when I like. Leave it to your older brother. Let me ask. Yeah. Super trouble. But when, when you performed that joke, what borough were you in? Hmm? What do you mean? Like, you know, you got the Bronx, you got Harlem. Oh, I mean, I'm not sure where Eastville is. Yeah, I, I'm not 100% on that. East Village? Yeah, no, I mean, maybe. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. That would make sense. But yeah, it's. It, it, it did well, though. It did really well because the joke was just like, basically, I was visiting New York, right? Touristy things. We went to a 9-11 memorial. And I was just like, why did they build the, nine, like the new twin the new World Trade Center super tall. You know what I mean? I was just saying, you think after 9-11, they make the World Trade Center short and long, right? <laughs> and that was the joke. And like, it, it did really well. And I, as soon as I said, I was like, man, I, I know I'm going to do this. Were you nervous at all though? What, to, like, to tell that joke? To tell that joke? No, I was just, I was like, I was more excited because I love telling like 9-11 jokes, yeah. just like the worst. So I was, I was pretty excited to say that joke. Mainly because I come up with the, the day the day before, yeah, at, yeah, at the Nine Memorial. You said it that that same, yeah. That, wow, that's that's dope. Because usually, like when newer comics first come up, they always want to try the hardest joke possible. Like yeah, for some reason, the, like, the the yeah, the, the cringiest, the cringiest like stuff. Like for some reason, newest comics always want to tell like the a first rape time, joke or first time like doing stand up was like, no, was like my first time doing sex, and then yeah. cue whatever, yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and they were like, oh, I saw they like. Q, their favorite can be like I saw well Louis yeah get a, you're like get a rape joke and I'm like dude no, no that's not like Louis's like a master master yeah you can't been probably working on that joke for three years so you just decided <laughs> to tell it tonight you have no choice yeah. but yeah. to laugh at this yeah. horrendous a, a lot of these dudes sometimes they like don't it, it also helps when you have a respect for it yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. starting yeah, off of course yeah. like they're gonna go sit in the stool on their yeah. second show <laughs> oh, yeah I know I hate that I hate uh, that so uh, much is that I haven't a, done it yet is that a thing yeah that's is a is that a if you're a master you can sit yeah I think can sit. Oh, Patrice Daniel, so good. Yeah. Those, those dudes could sit. But he starts off standing. So what? So what? It's, it, also, it's also fat thing. Why is Because yeah. it, because it's lazy. Yeah. It's like our. It's called stand up, not sit down. You know. So if you go up and start on stage, only only so Ali Sadiq, he starts off sitting, right? Right. But then he like he starts off like at a. So what it is is a change of energy. You supposed to when you start when you sit, you're bringing the crowd right to have like an intimate moment. Like with you, so he starts mm -hmm. off sitting, right, 
And then he'll say some joke, and then he'll like react. He was like, and then this motherfucker. And then so he'll get up out his seat. So it's kind of like a way to change but the he's energy. He's got stage yeah. presence. Yeah, right? He got stage presence. Where some dudes just get up there and they're just sitting and they're just telling jokes. The whole and, it, time. And, and it seems like literally the stool is holding you back. Because you're only like expressive mm. like this, and it's like different. Like, oh, I hurt my knee, so I gotta sit, or like, oh, I'm like you know, kind of a thing. Versus you just sitting there the whole time. Because it's like, imagine sitting in a chair, right? And then you trying to like you, and he's like, no, 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 and he like you're trying to like point to the person, but you won't get up. So it's like not earned a lot of the time. So it's super lazy too. Gotcha. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, dude. I remember I saw a dude like post some clips. I was like, hey, dude, I don't know how long you've been doing it, but don't sit down. <laughs> Like stand up and tell a joke, cause then it's way more. You get way more attention. You like you're commanding the room more. Like even like in speech, right? Or like a speech class, they tell you to move the move room, around. like move around. Look like that's why it, look at everyone, look at everyone, stuff yeah. like that. But if you sit down, it comes off as lazy. Just like or it just comes off like you're new. Yeah. Just like somebody who never moves the uh, the, the mic, mic stand, stand from in front of them. Uh, so yeah, and it's you just take the, you take the mic off. Yeah, you leave the stand right in front. Yeah, of you. I know. Cause they're so nervous. Cause they'd be like they're so nervous. They're just like oh okay hey and it's like kind of have it right here. It's like oh yeah yeah. And it's like it's like blocking. It's a security yeah. block. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like hey hey hey. Next time move yeah, the mic stand. Yeah. It's funny. The first time I ever started stand up, it was a barrel like barrel up mic, which means just uh, random, right? Yeah, yeah. Random. Right. And so. Basically, my brother went up before me and he was like, hey, Luke, like, just so you know, you move the mic stand to the side. And so I did that when I uh, went up and I got a, like, applause break just because <laughs> why I did it up. And so I was like, that's funny. Yeah, it was yeah. just, yeah, but you definitely do. Is that. there anything that you have done, like, in comedy that everyone, like, you'd get off stage and people are like, hey. No, no, no. Like, like a sitting on the stool or something like mm. that. Like that. Like other comedians have told me not to. Yeah. Do that. Like, that, like, hey, man. Like, 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 has a comic been mean to you? <laughs> or, oh well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've had mean. Oh comments. yeah, I've had like so basically like a month into stand up, I was at I was just at an open mic like it was late at night, probably mm -hmm. like nine o'clock, right? <laughs> Maybe like okay, not late at night, but I mean it was late <laughs> to be in San Francisco. <laughs> sure, I live sure. in Walnut Creek, so I knew it was yeah, like yeah, a yeah, that's hour it. drive back. Bro, right? We're in bed by nine, dude. Yeah, and I was. No, I'll be out here. I was like 12, so I was like already like it was pretty late because it was dark outside, and so and <laughs> the street lights came on, so I had to be no, like, That's yeah. why, because he's like it was late, it was like nine, and I'm like that's that late, but then I'm like to hear from like a younger person, where it's yeah. like us is like yo, it's kind of late, it's nine, so but keep continuing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and so basically, um, this comedian when he was on stage, he went up before me, right, just doing like five minutes whatever he was calling me a snowflake while he was on stage for no reason yeah for oh, no reason what? um and so when i went up i don't think he was expecting me to go up right so when i went up i i didn't like come at him or anything i was one month in you know i mean i was still nervous and then like he was calling me a snowflake while i was on stage and he was off stage and so like just heckling yeah he was heckling me right and so like I, act, I don't remember what I said, but I remember I handled it, like, really well, mm -hmm. and he kept, like, getting madder and madder mm -hmm. at me, and people were, like, holding my brother back because he thought my brother was going to fight him mm -hmm. and stuff, but my brother did not give a shit. He wanted me to handle it, right? Yeah. And, yeah, no, it worked out pretty well, though, because, yeah, they, I, I handled Damn, it. Damn, the... Damn. The disrespect. Yeah, I know. I'm just someone's cause like <laughs> this is the meanest thing a comic has ever done. Now that's, that yeah, that's yeah I know. Wow, it's a new phone. I don't even know who the fuck calls from a restricted number. I don't know you. I don't know, man. That's nah, fine. Go throw it in the garbage can. Hey, so huh. is this comic? You know, you get hold, hold on, hold on. Is this comic still? Phone, you're still figuring out how to, how to like silence. Exactly. Get it. Exactly. Okay. Each, each phone has different. Is this, is this comic still around? Uh, Have you worked with him since? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen him around. It's pretty awkward. Damn. Oh, so you guys, is there, there's beef? 
Well, we kind of settled. I mean, yeah, there was beef, and he's just been like, "Hey, man, I'm like sorry, you know." How, how did you handle? Um, how did you handle it? Like, I handled it by just like just doing like just middle school. You know, what I mean, just leaning into what I actually was <laughs> at the school. time. Middle I was just doing jokes. middle school insults, and he kept getting way mad. It was so funny. Oh, I imagine so having beef with the 14 year old. <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah, well, yeah, everyone was 12 at the time. Was well, like, literally, everyone was like, "You're not gonna win this. You're yeah. trying to go against a 12 year old." Like, yeah. yeah. So that was. And even if you win, you look bad. Yeah. Right? yeah. If you win, it's like, dude, you you're fought a 12 year old. Like, yeah. was, was this comedian but, white? Cause he calling you a snowflake, but like you're the real snowflake. Cause you're yeah, no, what was guy, the reason he was calling you a snowflake? Because uh, there was like, the actually, I did 20. not know why. Yeah. I think I, I don't know why. There's still was, to this day. It was just, yeah, he was, was, just, he was, was you were young. It's yeah. Like, probably could just cause I was young. Yeah. You're all snowflakes as far as they're so, concerned. But yeah, no, that actually gave me more confidence on stage. Cause you know, I mean, I, it helped me, you know, just realize I couldn't handle a heckler, but I, it gave me yeah. the experience to be like, yeah. all right, you know, even if I I can do this, I could mm -hmm. it helped me see yeah. more paths I could go down. And that's, that's usually how you grow too. That's yeah. Like handling someone, handling a comedian heckle you before you go on stage, then heckle you while on stage, and you get off, and you actually did pretty well. Like yeah. backing up, that like gives you like like oh I can actually kind of like oh I'm oh I'm growing yeah. kind of you know. What's like, the response like from other comedians after that happens? Like oh hey, after that good happened, job you handled that. Yeah, well. I was getting dap ups. So I was yeah, like man yeah, I'm yeah. like in. Like, so yeah, dude. it was cool. It was sick. Um, and even people sometimes now come up to me and they're like, "Man, that was." I remember I saw you Legend. way back there. That yeah. was crazy. Like, that's what cool. the heck? So yeah, that it's, yeah, that's, it was that's cool. A, that's why I asked because I mean, it, I know guys started when I started, like in their early twenties, mm. yeah. getting that from older comics who kind of see new comics as. You know, yeah, yeah, threats. Yeah. threats. Yeah. Like, oh, that's you know, they think that he's gonna take all my bookings. That's yeah. why I'm not getting booked because yeah. he's younger yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, older comics are weird when they do that stuff. Like it's that. weird, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, no, but it's like it's being insecure is one thing, but then hating on a younger. It's comic, like scarcity think, yeah. mentality yeah. where yeah. there's not enough for everyone. Yeah, yeah. thinking like, oh, he's about, gonna yeah. take my bookings. Like, no, dude, you get booked way more. I just started. Like, why are you thinking I'm like how I'm gonna take your headlining spot? Like, I've been doing it too much are oh, you trying to headline i'm like no I'm like i can i can have five minutes you know, yeah, I I know kinda, that makes no sense I'm like oh strong. the correct answer is yes yes i'm trying to headline eventually <laughs> <laughs> you know go hard or go home yeah. i'm coming like, for your just, spot just, just watch yourself yeah i know <laughs> How, are you writing jokes every day? Like, what's your process right now? For so I don't like write jokes directly. Right. I'm definitely trying to work on joke writing, like writing one-liners yeah. and stuff. But I don't just mm. write jokes. I, I just like experience things, and I'm like, if I find that interesting, or if yeah. I think of something random, yeah. then mm -hmm. I write down as a premise, and then I, kind of I don't really like come up with that. I come up with it on the car ride to like a show or an open mic, and yeah. then I do it, and then you know, you just see it you develops over time. You go to memorials and see what kind of pups. Yeah, up. yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I go to, you know, and. Thanks. Take Let's you go. to the Memorial. Yeah, you know. <laughs> see what you come up with. Uh, so, who do you think? Like, what comedians do you think? Because you talked about like dope comedians. Did you like? You said one-liners. Do you look at like certain comedians? Like, I want like my style is kind of like this. Like, cause I remember when I first started, I borrowed from like a Mitch Herbert. Uh, I liked Kevin Hart, yeah. stuff like that. Then like Bill Burr to an extent, and them Patrice. Like, I had like all that kind of like yeah, of one and like this is me. So, yeah. Um. For me, I think the one-liners that I was loving, I always love Anthony Jesselnik. He's amazing. Oh, yeah. And yeah. since my brother, he's, you know, he's posting a lot about one-liners yeah. recently, right? He's getting a lot of reels and getting a lot of views from that. And so the type of one-liner that Anthony Jesselnik does is a paraprosdokian. If you guys, it's like, that's the official joke structure for it, okay. right? That's what, why it taught me. And basically that is the one-liner that I love too, yeah. right? 
And it's just basically where it's like, it's a sentence, right? And then you say like a word or something that changes the whole meaning of that yep. sentence. Yep. That's what he was teaching me, right? Like, let me think of an example. Like, get any, just the easiest one line or whatever. Like, I was, di- I was having sex with this girl, right? And then like, you just say something that makes you realize, oh, she was dead the whole time when you were having, yeah, it's just, Jesus. no, I'm just the saying, twist. that's just I'll an example. I'll do an just yeah. joke real quick. He was like, uh, he's like, um, He's like, do you suck? T- do you suck feet or something like that? Do you suck feet? Right? He was like, so I went on a hike with this girl, and she got bit by a snake in her toes. So she's dead. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, and I had to suck the poison out. Yeah, it changes the image. So in your she's mind. dead. Like that's what happened. He's like, so yeah. Yeah. It's oh, like, that. like you yeah. didn't suck it. Yeah. So I didn't suck it. So he's like, so she's dead. He's like, cause like you suck toes. So like, like whoa. And then he brings up the scenario of where he would have to suck toes in order to get the poison out. But he's like, that's and how much I don't suck toes. Yeah, but that's yeah. how much I don't yeah, suck yeah, toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so she's dead. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the structure, and I definitely I love that, and I've been trying to work on that yeah. mainly. And so yeah, I think Anthony Jeselnik and I am trying to help, like Mitch Hedberg too, of course. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, who? Uh, Else, Dan Mintz is great too. I think oh, Dan Mintz. He's the creator of Bob Burger, Bob's Burgers. Oh, oh okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, or oh, one okay. of the crea- like voices. But yeah, yeah, he's also an amazing one-liner comedian. Yeah, hey, he's he's dope. Like, uh, do you watch the show Archer? Archer. I've seen like clips here and there. I haven't watched the show. The exact same thing. Sex, sex. Yeah. It's like a. It's more like an action thing. Mm. Remember, same guy does both like voices. Yeah. yeah. And then he was like, they knew, at one point they had a crossover where like Archer was on Bob's Burgers and then Bob was on yeah, like, yeah. Archer and I was like, oh, so yeah. Was, and it was like no, the only difference was like Archer because like he's styled differently stuff like that. But he's like it's in the same a, exact voice. Yeah, yeah same, same voice. Exact, I was like, oh, this is. And I was like, oh, I thought they was. Yeah, I know. Like, That's yeah. funny because that happened to me. So I've been. A fan of Ratatouille ever since I was young. Yeah, I love Ratatouille, yeah. the movie, right? I love it too. Yeah. I didn't know who the voice was. I like, I like when you say yeah. since when I was young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Younger. Like ever since I was like 10, I guess, yeah. right? Makes sense. But yeah, yeah, I, I loved Ratatouille and I love Remy the Rat. And then when like I listened to like a Patton Oswalt album or something, I'm like, is Remy the Rat doing stand-up too? Like what's the, it's, that's, it's just weird That's my see. next question for you because, I mean, you're starting in this young and there is a lot of opportunities here, man. Yeah. I, we, we've started with guys that are now writing for TV shows. You yeah, know? I know. There's yeah. a lot of these things that could come from stand-up. Have you thought about like crossing over into that eventually? Acting, voice acting, writing? Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I'm definitely, I'm mainly stand-up right now. Yeah. Of course, right now. I mean, I can't do much, but. High school. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in high school and I want to stay in stand-up throughout my life. But of course, you know, I'll go, I'd love to take like a writing job at, you know, like a show like Rick and Morty or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. That would be amazing. But yeah, I'm not trying to get too into acting, but yeah. no, no. I'll, I'll I'll do that like some here and there. You gotta offer. But yeah, yeah, of course yeah, I take it. Once you see that check, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I know. That's why I said Disney Channel because I was like, you could get like. I take it for the exposure. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like stand no up and stuff like that. Yeah, I have to. I mean, so that's why I'm like, like, oh, you got like, opportunity because like, oh, we yeah. saw your clips. I'm like, we want to offer you this position because like, because then you young can get guy. headlining gigs yeah. just yeah. from that. Would you be willing to to do clean comedy for for like, let's say? Hey, come write for a, a Disney Channel show. Oh, if I had to write for Disney yeah. Channel and just write clean? Yeah, I, I think I, I would yeah. still do that. If mm. they forced me to do clean stand-up, I would not. Like, I would take it's, the job and hard, yeah. try yeah, to, hard. but after a while, I'd probably... I think if you were just a writer, you could totally get away with doing yep. whatever you want as stand-up, because it's not like you're going to be in front of... Yeah, I know, of course. Yeah. So. I agree. Yeah, I guess if you were like got booked on a Disney show, you, yeah, would, if I you had would to kind of have to clean up your comedy a yeah, little bit. Yeah, so I'm like... That's the thing that sucks about it. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, I, do, I don't want to be on... 
don't want to be doing the, that. The, like, the, the, I know. No, but see, the thing too is, for his generation, Disney shows and them are not helping like they used to help our generation. Yeah, they aren't as big anymore. No, they aren't. Their their demographics are from like three to six versus when we were kids it was like three to 14 15 yeah they it was had like such three a, until you grew up until you yeah grew it up, was, grew up, you grew up they had like teenage shows too which right. were actually amazing yeah and and now for you guys it's like you're seeing you know oh we're on the fifth season in two months and you're like what the fuck yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and it's like that makes what that was makes, the last no show the wizards of Wizards. wizards was wizards of Wizards. uh no i mean i mean like good luck charlie i guess could have been a Big one. What's a big show to you? A big show to me right now. Yeah. That's happening like right now. Yeah. Um, Outer Banks. Oh, Outer, Outer, Outer Banks, Banks is huge right now. Okay. I have never watched it. I don't like the show. Yeah. But yeah, that's a big show right now. Outer Banks is not like a kid show either. Right? Yeah, it's not a kid show. It's like it's like it's like teenage, more like okay. a young adult. Young adult, I'd say. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. It's but not I know a lot of adults that watch Outer Banks too. So yeah, everyone. There's no such yeah. There's no such thing as it's you're either a kid. Or you're an adult. No, I'm Everyone. trying to figure out like, cause like, Wizard of Waverly Place. Like my little brother, so he, he just turned 18. Yeah. And he just graduated high school, so I'm just like, I'm like, Ugh. so every time somebody was like, oh, I'm like, that's my little brother watched that yeah. shit. So I'm trying to figure out, cause you're 14, yeah. so he's you're four years younger than him. So I'm like, what did you watch like after him? Cause I remember, I remember I stopped watching Disney Channel when High School Musical came out, mm. and then that's like when the Zac Efron like that. I was like, yeah, nah. But then that was prime Disney. Yeah, and then my other. That was your prime Disney. Yeah. Okay, there was another. No, prime there was there was no prime before that. There was there was. See, and this is why. Yeah, I want to hear. This what what do you think Amazon. was prime Disney? Uh, Boy Meets World. Uh, Liz, mm. Liz uh, McGuire. No, uh, that was not. Huh? Technically, no, Boy Meets World was on ABC. Thank you very much. Okay, yeah. reruns. Okay, yeah. I was I was getting. No, no. Sorry. ABC. What's the even Steven was leaving leave, uh, Kim Possible? Oh, Kim Possible, um, yeah. Great. Kim when they was making all the dope Disney movies that air like every Friday and stuff like that. Yeah, I know what you things. mean, like yeah. Disney Originals. Yeah, yeah Disney those Originals. Are great. Yeah. Dude, you know what? I just I'm saw that so for the first old. Time. That's what you're <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm saying, like you missing Darkwing Duck. And so I couldn't think. Of, I mean, they start interrupting me. Like Marcos, but those weren't. That wasn't. Marcos like that's not Prime Disney. That's not Prime Disney. I'm like Prime Prime though. That was that was when they started getting good. It wasn't prime because remember Disney Channel mm. came out in what the nine something in the nineties yeah yeah, like, yeah so late eighties so, early nineties yeah you mean to tell me you didn't watch Gargoyles Gargoyles was Gargoyles, Gargoyles was on UPN right yeah, I did not was, I remember Gargoyles no I've never watched I've never Gargoyles dude he's you know, he's 14. no I mean I have yeah, I've watched reruns now you can watch reruns yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. on yeah. Disney Plus yeah yeah. yeah. I don't even think Gargoyles is on fucking Disney Plus. Yeah, Gargoyles, I've not seen that. It is. It is? I checked. (laughs) Hmm. Because, yeah, for me, I I watched the same shows my brother and sister did when I was young, right? But they're like, my brother's nine years older than me, my sister's six years. Or, yeah, my sister's six years older than me. So, yeah, all the shows that I watched were like, yeah, Wizards of Waverly Place, Good Luck Charlie, um, Danny Phantom, which is Nickelodeon, and even what's called Avatar The Last Airbender. So, yeah, I watched, yeah, Avatar The Last Airbender. I'm so hyped for the new. Just movies watch. coming oh, yeah, out, dude. I'm dope. so excited. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, get it right. It's yeah. like, yeah, I think they. I hope they will. Yeah. yeah I so, mean, and that's why I ask because I have two little brothers. Like one, he's eight years younger than me. The other one's sixteen years yeah. younger. So I'm like, like my, my little brother got into Danny Phantom. My mm. baby brother was watching Wizards of Waverly yeah. Place, and then my little brother was like, he was like, what the? What are you? He's like, what's yeah. this? And I was like, well, you used to watch stupid yeah, shit yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, like so, yeah. yeah. And then you're like, oh, that's the prime. It is. It is. Yeah, High School Musical was like prime Disney. It wasn't, but okay, it wasn't. It wasn't. Hey, Luke, 
Thank you for coming out. Yeah, man. of course, man. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry, adults just had a, an argument. You're not an adult. No, you're you see, adults still haven't matured. Yeah, yeah. they're arguing. No. Um, before we go, before we go, we always ask every guest to tell us one your socials where our followers can listen yeah. can listen or watch, and just any last words. Um, so yeah, you can follow me on at a branches Luke on Instagram and you know, I have Luke branches comedy on TikTok and YouTube. So I'd love for you to follow me there. And one more thing I'm doing, my brother and I are doing a show in August at Stageworks theater, August 2nd. Right. So it's not like a big theater. It's like only a few, like 80 seats probably, yeah. okay. but he's headlining, he's doing his new hour and I'm featuring for him. So, you know, that'd be also yeah, yeah. just, you know, buy tickets for that. What day? But, uh, August 2nd, it's, I'm not sure. It's probably like Friday or one of those. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. So, you know, that'd be great for you to come to. And I mean, last few words. August 2nd is a, uh, it's a Tuesday. It's a Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's random, but yeah. So come August 2nd, but yeah, uh, last few words. I guess I could say, I mean, 14-year-olds are older than you think, I guess. Yeah. That's like that's like a thing. That sounds like the title of this episode. Yeah, yeah, they are. Flip it. And, uh, hey, that's R. Kelly now. Yeah, yeah. Guys, guys, we got a 14-year-old to testify to. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, and... And also what I did notice, the main thing I just want to end on this is that the biggest thing in like the stand-up scene in SF is the, um, is the like hierarchy it has like high school. It has mm. the exact same basically mm. hierarchy. It's crazy because mm. you see this like the people at clubs, they have their friend group, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And if they're like one guy from their friend group hangs out with like some like not, I don't want to say open mic, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like Somebody lower, else. newer yeah. people, yeah. Yeah. they're revered as less. Yeah. A good at stand like not not as good as stand up mm -hmm. and not as high level, which mm -hmm. is stupid. Yeah. And but that's like the same thing with high school. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? If you see like a kid who is um like he's part of a cool friend group. Yeah. He gets to invites all the parties. He's a football yeah. star, or whatever. Yeah. He hangs out with like some nerds for like a say. It's mm -hmm. like right. any other tiers in the SF comedy scene. Hmm? Any other tiers you see in the SF comedy uh, scene? Uh, I mean, I don't wanna. <laughs> I'm not gonna now. say too much, but yeah. Have you guys I, I ever think, noticed this? Nope. No. No, it's exact. I mean, because I'm going through it at the same time, so I'm mm -hmm. seeing. That's the funny. exact same. It's it's really interesting to see though. Yeah. Do you like the comics moms like you <laughs> in the comics? Too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Hilarious. But, That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought that was the most interesting thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It's super interesting. I never, yeah. I it's, never it's, seen it, that before. I never saw that. And it's been like that for years. <laughs> it really has. It's never gonna change. change. Yeah. It's never gonna change. Yeah. yeah. I've heard a different because Wyatt told me when he's like touring, going to like different scenes like Denver and yeah. you know all those different comedy scenes that's different and that like you know any anyone can hang out with anyone. It doesn't really matter yeah. but yeah the friend groups are a big part in the sf comedy scene but it's yeah. still i think it's still a great scene to start out with it's yeah. one of the best and it's very nice well, scene. you're yeah. young man go make friends with them yeah, yeah. i know i know <laughs> go get in that scene. yeah shit but hey you guys want to be my mom she made cookies yeah yeah <laughs> corday every time i see corday he's like yo your mom made some cookies for me like and it's so funny it's so funny because my mom's like dude if i knew corday was on the show i would have baked the cookies that's why i said that that's why no like down because corday we were at he did a show my house yeah. once and was he was like eating his cookies and they were like yeah, yeah yeah we didn't me and my brother do the show at our house like every like 
every time he comes back, but we've stopped kind of doing it. But yeah, we did every yeah, like. Corday kept coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Corday. I didn't want show. I didn't want show. Yeah, he did. He didn't want show, and he really loved the cookies. Yeah. So every they, time they was telling me they was like they was like, hey, why was like selling it? You know, he was like, hey, my mom makes some bomb cookies. I'm like, I was like, okay, yeah, my mom makes cookies too, dude. It's cool. Whatever yeah. Right? And, and then like I had them, and I was just like, <laughs> whatever you're saying right now is bullshit. Yeah. No, no, I was like, I was like, I was like, oh shit, I was like, yo, these cookies are amazing. I'm like eating them and stuff like that, and I was going dip, but then I was like, I don't want to. Yeah, these Corday cookies. like stayed the whole time. He's eating these cookies. I was, he was I, inside our house. I, was, I like <laughs> ten. I ate like ten, and then I was like, oh look what's up, and I was like, oh man, tell tell your mom. It was like the you. blind side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> stupid. Cookies was amazing, dude. And I was like, and I left. Get in the car, Corday. Corday. I've got. I ain't never had my own cookies before. I ain't had my own cookies before, yeah. But yeah, that was. Hey man, when you're 16, come back and talk to us. Of course, of course. Bring cookies. We'd like to have you on our show. You should come out do comedy. Yeah, of course. I'd love to. That'd be amazing. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk. But yeah, all right. That's been the voice party. All right, thank you. We're out. I'm about to go shit myself.